Holy dog shit. Uh, CW just dropped a fucking teaser on us real fast uh, mm-hmm. for Elseworlds right before our Arrow review episode. So, uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to Phantom Zone Arrow review plus, oh, my God, the Elseworld teaser yeah. is awesome. It's so crazy. It's... Um, yeah. um, I like the fast boy. <laughs> You're fast boy today? Fast boy. <laughs> Tell boys fast boy. Um, uh, real quick, uh, I'm Connor McGraw. Who else is here? Arlen Harrow, as usual. Uh, Hunter Davenport's here. Also, Tallboy's here, but uh, I keep him in a cage in my room. Yeah. <laughs> no emissaries in the lab dimension tonight, unfortunately. Yeah, nope. No, they've been banished um, for a while now, so, yeah. And I'm Lou Gonzalez, and this teaser may have made Smallville relevant again? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> okay, so let's... Um... By the time this episode comes out, this season may be a few days old, but for those who may not get around to it in the next few days, uh, we're going to break it down for you and probably and dis- dissect this real fast. I'm away from the mic. Hold on. There I am. Um, <laughs> so we have a teaser from Earth 90, which is John Wesley ships the Flash Earth from the 90s. Great. God damn it. I didn't realize that. Did that show air in 1990? I, yeah, 1990 to 91, I believe. God, God, God damn it. It came oh. out the same year as Batman Returns? I would yeah, say, yeah. Let me say before Mantis. Okay. Also, the, 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 Flash, the Flash 1990 TV show. Yep. something. So in this universe, I mean, I'm sure they've said this before, there are not 52 Earths. There are seemingly infinite Earths, which is... It's a, more like the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Well, Her- Harry said there are 52 known Earths. Ah, okay. And Earth okay. X was the 53rd. Earth X was the 53rd. And I think Earth X is classified that way because who the fuck would want to go there? Like, you'd yeah. go to the Wasteland Earth before you go to Nazi Earth. It's um, the universe we shall not name. Yeah. Um, it's, I guess, for, like, I guess for Universal Travelers, that'd be, like, uh, like, it... It'd be like North Sentinelese Island. You shouldn't fucking go there. You might get shot by uh, arrows. Man, it's, it's the <laughs> North Korea of the universe. Um, so this, this teaser has John Lushy Ships Flash um, as the sole survivor amongst foundations of bodies that look like members of the Justice Society and the Justice League. Um, yep. From like, all different eras. From all different eras. Like, And we're almost positive we saw... Um, uh, Green Arrow from Smallville. There's definitely Citizen Cold or Captain Cold. Star Girl, yeah. both Hawk helmets. The Ray, um, Huntress, Firestorm, Adam Strange, Strange maybe Adam yeah, Strange. Like, uh, definitely Jesse Quick. It looks like Jesse yeah. Quick potentially. Um, I, two unknown bodies that neither. There is, there is a huge amount of people that could be in this little in this in this uh, pile of destruction here. Mm-hmm. Um. And basically, John Wesley Ships Flash walks up to the monitor who's holding the, some book, and he says, "Why are you doing this?" The monitor basically says, "Like, uh, like now it's time for everyone to perish." Yeah, he says, "Like you failed." Yeah, he says, uh, "Yeah, what he says?" He says, "Why did you do this?" He says, "You did this because you failed, or something like that." You failed this universe. <laughs> no, uh, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> it's better than it's better than if he said, "Like we are the monitor." We right. are the monitor. Oh God, it's like. Fucking Tom Hardy shows up <laughs> and makes out with the monitor. Right. Um, this is 
really because they can do so many things and just be like, all right, we want to have all these characters. You could just one off and just kill them because yeah. they're in this other Earth and just to tease everybody. You don't even have, have to put. A, you don't even need actors for this. Just put fucking right. extras in costumes. Yeah, because mm-hmm. of the like cool ones, like we've seen Star Girl and Huntress, we just haven't seen them in forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the same like they've teased the Hawks since season one, but we just don't talk about season one of Legends. <laughs> More or less, yeah. Um, but um, I hope this is actually like I hope there's a little bit of this scene in the actual crossover. I feel like this is the opening. I, I, feel I, like, I would agree. Oh, I think it's one hundred ten percent. Yeah, like this is like because I don't know if anybody remembers, but like days before the fiftieth anniversary of Doctor Who, they were releasing like the first few minutes, like in little chunks. Um, and this feels like a very similar thing that they're doing here. By just showing like little bits, I wouldn't be surprised if we get another clip sometime. I also, I will say, we've said it over and over again. Like, as even if the seasons by themselves are are bad, like yep. some hours, some hours, some seasons of Arrow and some seasons of Flash so far, like collectively, I am very appreciative of this little pocket of shows because they are not afraid to go like balls to the wall as far as just like comic book goodiness. Mm-hmm. Oh, they dig. This deep. is a this is a they fucking treat. Yeah. They do. They go to the bottom of the toy box for some characters. Yeah. What kind of the the uh, larger entity? They're like it's it's like they're not a like someone's like you can't use Batman. Here's Superman. Um, and they're like okay, instead of using Batman, we'll get everyone else. Mm-hmm. Everyone. And yeah. we're even getting a Batman surrogate. We're getting Batwoman. Right. We've gotten uh, what other crazy characters that I get have we gotten through the different shows? We, we got, got all the we got fucking, we've gotten King Shark, okay? Uh, <laughs> we've gotten King Shark on multiple occasions. Like six times at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ragdoll. Ragdoll's been in it. Like, we got Ragdoll. That was awesome. Ragman was the lead character on the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> the other character who we shall not name again. Yeah. Uh, wow. Where's like, I need question? I need new rags. I'll be back. <laughs> That's all I want. Where's the question? Where is yeah, he? he's the one that makes the least sense while he's not on these shows. Yeah, where is he? I feel like somebody somebody has the rights to him. Maybe he's tied up to like Suicide Squad two in <laughs> some way or something. A fucking movie. He would look so cool on screen, and they could easily do a another show like a mm-hmm. Jessica Jones esque type show. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It is James Gunn doing Suicide Squad 2. So, like, yeah. And he's probably getting carte blanche as to who he picks for the Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't know. The question. The question is not out of the question. Also, the first movie took place in the city, right? Am I correct in that? What Uh, was that? The first movie took place in, like, the question's place. I can't remember what it's called. Not Central City. uh, Hub City. Hub City, yeah, that's where it took place. So I could see that. It's like a really they did a bad job of establishing that. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, it was like took, I, honestly, I thought it took place in like nondescript next door Gotham, yeah. like Hub City. I was like, oh, Hub City. Is there any reason for calling it Hub City? No, no, not at all. <laughs> I just hope that Gun finds like some small like animal that is in the DC lore that he can just like kill off real quick in the beginning. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or like a tree person's just let a light on fire. You mean well, there, is, there is a DC equivalent of Rocket Raccoon, isn't there? I'd say you mean well, Detective like, Chimp. 
Well, there's Detective Chimp. There's also what's the, the squirrel Green Lantern? Uh, there's also there's also um, ah fuck, who's the cat Red Lantern? Oh, oh yeah, I don't think they touched the Red Lanterns yet. No, that's um, fuck. What is her, what is his name? He's awesome though. That cat's badass. It's got like a really sad backstory. Oh, it's yeah. got like the most heartbreaking backstory. Yo, that cat murders that fucking gold-beaked Green Lantern in Injustice 2, the comic line, um, by oh, slashing his throat. Tomorrow, right? Oh. Um, but uh, this teaser is fucking bonkers. Yeah. Uh, I am very high on the CW stuff at the moment. Yeah. Very, very, very the, high. I mean, the fact that they're doing the monitor, and this is all like, oh, so they're doing Crisis like next year or the year after. Like, they're going to... Probably. We've been waiting for it. Um, and I wasn't sure if that's what they were showing us with this, if this was supposed now, to be Crisis. Someone's or... got to correct me, because I haven't read Crisis on Infinite Earths in, like, 20 years. Um, <laughs> I thought the Monitor was a good guy. He is a good... Well, he's, like, a non-partisan. He's, he's neither guy. here nor there. He just... He's, like, the Watchers. Like, he's just there. Okay, he's and, like the, the and the Anti-Monitor is straight-up evil. The anti-monitor is like the anti-existence. He wants to erase all things. Okay, so that's yeah, that's objectively evil. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to like Darkseid who wants to control all things. Yeah. Monitor just wants to erase their existence. Anti-monitor is galactic. Alright. Kind yeah. of, right? And by doing monitor, they're very like there's gonna be an anti-monitor team at some point. Mm-hmm. Like my opposite, you will not like him, or something like that. You know, something. You think if you think I'm bad, you wait until you meet the other one. Yes, something, something to that extent. I'm you know? trying to remember, didn't they say there's some description that somebody gets a hold? The reason why the switcheroo happens is that I'm guessing it's that book. Someone gets a hold of the book and changes things. Yeah, uh, Dewey, Dewey Crow from Justified gets it. Um, uh, yeah, it looks like, um, and he. Messes shit up, I guess, from within Arkham Asylum. Shit up. Yeah. It's pretty tight. <laughs> it's, it's lit, as the kids say. Um, yeah. Mary Litmus. Um, but there's like, the teaser's the short, but it's just, it's the amount of content they stuff into is pretty huge. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we could probably talk about that for hours. Uh, unfortunately, we do have to review Arrow for a few episodes. Um, yeah, fortunately, but, we have to talk about Arrow. But fortunately, Arrow is uh, awesome. Yeah, so far, amazing <laughs> so far. I would say there's there's a few things to nitpick. Um, uh, one yeah. being the longbow hunters. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, just because of how weird they are. They're kind of dumb. They look like a bunch of dorks. They're, they're dumb. The like, strength shield guy. Yeah, but here's the thing: they're dumb, but they they're dumb in the way that this universe needs. <laughs> you well, know, it really makes sense. Right. Can I ask? Does anybody see the the one girl? I guess she's a redhead, and just be like, do they steal that off of like the GI Joe set, her outfit. Oh yeah, yeah. It I mean, my I, I instantly think like, is that Sarah Palin? Did they get a Sarah Palin? <laughs> I think that says more to you when you see a woman wearing glasses. Well, no, it's it's not just that. It's her hairstyle. The other one I would pull is she looks a lot like Bayonetta, um, which is interesting. She does look like Bayonetta. Yeah. What? Wow. No, but she looks a lot like... I think I'd ever hear coming from you. I used to watch uh, G4 all the time, so yes, I know what Bayonetta is. Um, yeah. 
I that is a me reference. That is not an yeah, Arlo. All I see is the I think it's Baroness is the character's name. Yeah, she yeah, does. Yeah, a little bit. I guess if her hair was a little the hair is what's really really some of these things. Bayonetta and like I think this girl are all interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And totally. that is not, I don't think that's like a that is not me insulting the design, but it's like. Mm-hmm. Looks and then, dude, similar. who looks like a knockoff from Vikings, like he looks like he was on oh, Vikings. Um, I don't know. I, I really like them. I like uh, the woman who's clearly wearing Vixen's costume because. Wait, the woman who's wearing what? She's clearly wearing Vixen's costume. Like, it's quite literally her costume. Uh, I remember. I remember. I saw that episode on uh, a while back, but I got. I got to pull up an image of them from the show. Well, she was um, in this episode, in the most recent episode that we're reviewing. She's the one tied to the chain to the. Oh shit! That's right. She's yeah. totally wearing Vixen's costume. They desaturated it so that you can't really tell. She's the only one that they really use her name because they call her name fifty thousand times. And it's yes. Silencer, which yeah, is like Silencer. A new, she's a new. Part of the rebirth line, like character, yeah. And um, I mean, she works really well with two canaries on the show. So yeah, she's the most interesting and like the least goofy of the set. Yeah, I don't know. I just oh, the, the two the two women looked fine, and then this like this this douche with his toy shield, uh, <laughs> the smallest shield ever. That <laughs> the smallest buckler to ever exist. I mean, here's the thing. I, I I actually lived through season four, unlike the rest of me. Hey, I did too. I know, but there's still. Yeah. My, the point is, I lived through that season, and I lived through uh, what's-his-face, just like every time Oliver tried to do shit, just like, oh, your arrows, I'm going to catch them, and then I'm going to throw them away, and then I'm going to hit then I'm going to push you up against a wall with my force choking powers. And that's the end of the episode because you can't touch me. Oh, Damien Dark? Episodes. Yeah. Yes. yeah, I had to sit through Damien Dark winning every single episode. And I, it seemed like, what's the point of this? Why is Oliver fighting this guy? This is not an Oliver thing. This is a somebody else thing. This is a Legends of Tomorrow thing, almost. Um, yeah, inserting like it, it, it says a lot when like the, the idea of time travel in Arrow is much more feasible than and and acceptable than introducing like a fucking sorcerer. Yes, yeah, it is. So, like these characters, at least, yeah, they're goopy, but they're grounded and they make sense as Arrow villains, each of them individually. Um, well, we don't know a whole lot about the two and their power sets because the yeah. one girl's like a tech girl that shoots darts. I think Shield Dude is a meta. Red Dart. He has to be because he is throwing people around. Yeah, I mean, we see the new Green Arrow do some things in the latest episode. Uh, Yeah, I, I. Here's the problem with the new Green Arrow. This person is infinitely more cool uh, than Oliver has ever been because this person's doing some radical shit. Yes, he's like (laughs) to take a video of yourself, like. Stunned, things like that. Like just, also, like whoever this, whoever this actor is, is just really on point with all their fine movements. Like mm-hmm. it's the third episode we're technically reviewing, but it's when he saves Zoe and like drops in, looks up, and does like a very precise aim up and out, like a like a fucking Batman grapple. I'm like, 
this person's too good at this. Like, <laughs> this person's way good. Also, uh, it's totally a girl. Those eyes are very feminine. I still think it's not Tommy. Um, William? William. I still think it's William. Why can't I think a guy it's, have feminine eyes? It's, it's not it's that they're just like... It's they're very, very large, pronounced feminine eyes. What if he's yeah. just really pretty? Why, why you, yeah, what if he's just really pretty? Well, there's also long, there's also a few theories that this it's potentially two other women. It's potentially yeah. this blonde chick Maya, um, and um, ah, shit. Is it the Street Fighter girl that they've been talking about? And like, yes, and like, what if it's Thea? Uh, yeah, I can I see. Don't think it's Thea. It, uh, it's Thea, I, they wrote her out for a reason. Um, because I don't think she has the time to be on the show as much anymore. Um, but yeah, I, there's a lot of things that could be, I do see the, like the woman thing, especially when, um, when Dinah walks up on fucking wild dog and the new green arrow and they're like talking and he's like, I'm on your side. Remember, uh, just the, how thin he is like the new green arrow. Yeah, like it could be Wild Dog's daughter from the future. It could be also. That's that's the other thing. It could totally be Zoe, which that reveal. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. We're missing the obvious joke here. Patty Spivet. I wanted to be Patty Spivet though. Now it's that's like fucking Patty Spivet. Um, let's go. Let's go in order. Um, so the first episode we're talking about is uh, Longbow Hunters, where we meet these three goofballs. Yeah. Um, uh, the Longbow Hunters arrive in Star City, and they uh, they basically team with Diaz, um, who is like noticeably absent for a few episodes here. Yeah, for a little bit. Well, he like shows up occasionally for like ten minutes at a time. It he's seems, like, and yeah. then he just something. He's like, I gotta find Oliver Queen. Dude. I'm gonna find Oliver Queen. This impression I... never gets old. I have so many questions about what's going on with him in this season. Dude, I think I heard rumblings that, like, I, I'm not too far ahead yet because I did fall behind. But, like, I think he gets, I don't want to say he gets superpowers, but I heard he, he gets a buff. That's my questioning. I'm, I haven't seen the most recent episode, but they're definitely implying he's doing something. Remember, they started with, what was the thing he was giving Diggle? Oh, it was that steroid. Yeah. yeah, so he's definitely been doing something. He's like Captain American kind of stuff, and he's the fourth part of the Longbow Hunters. Okay, I guess. Uh, I'm reading the Longbow Hunters like Wikipedia page right now. Um, oh, it has nothing to do with this. They, it's just like the name I of the. I'm just I, like I think one of them is definitely Brick, though, right? Or supposed to be because like that that girl is definitely Red Dart. Unless... Yeah, no, Brick is in the show. Brick is uh, what's his name? Brick is in uh, Slapside. It's Vinny Jones. Yeah, yeah Vinny Jones. Brick. Yeah, Brick is in, Yeah, Brick, Ron's Tiger, and um, uh, Stardust. Up, Stardust. Yeah, <laughs> made up character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's up. fucking it's Cody. Cody it's Cody Rhodes. Yeah, Cody Rhodes. It's, it's the son of the plumber. No, I'm sorry. He's the son of the son of the plumber. So. Wait. Uh, do not make yes. me do the Dusty Rhodes impression. Yeah, he's the son of the son of the plumber, man. Okay. This is the Cody. You're doing a good job in Arrow. Okay, I love it. Do my bicycle. <laughs> Sweet <laughs> Sapphire. Arlen's like, who is this person? 
This is he a was, very it's a deep cut wrestling reference. Dusty yeah. Rhodes is a fucking huge star in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, I was gonna say he was old as dirt when I was watching it. When Dusty I was Dusty Rhodes is like was one of those people who came into the wrestling business and people were like, oh, you don't have to be a fucking Adonis to do this because Dusty Rhodes is built like oh uh, this guy yeah this guy. yeah he's, he's like, like a Pam Bundy kind of era yeah he's built like he's built like a fucking plumber like he's just this mm-hmm. big. His, his theme song was just, he's just a common man. <laughs> him and, uh, him and uh, dude with, uh, like, platinum white hair, they were, like, rivals, right? Rich Flair? Yeah, kind yeah. of. Flair was um, yeah, and uh, you remember Goldust? You remember Goldust, right? I, I've vaguely. Goldust is his Dusty's other son, so Cody and he's Goldust are brothers. Yeah, Goldust is the oldest, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's another one, isn't there? There, like Dusty, he looks crazy. I think there might be a third son. I don't remember because I think Cody's like way younger than. Yeah, um, there, there was a, there's a bunch of Flair kids, but if David Flair's dead. Oh, I did not know that. No, Jeez. Reed, Reed, Reed Flair is dead. David, I think David Flair's dead too. Because uh, I actually remember when he was doing stuff in WWE. <laughs> yeah, and I think. Uh, and you know Charlotte's obviously still alive. She's a very prominent WWE roster member. But yeah, I think I think Reed, I think Reed and David are both dead. I don't, I don't know. Well, it's not like they had a great. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, exactly. But uh, anyway, um, so yeah, the, yeah, Cody, Cody is in is the made other made up character, but like he like fits in this universe very well. Oh yeah, yeah. I do actually also like that. His relationship with Cody Rhodes has produced some really wacky stuff, like. Stephen Amell takes pro wrestling pretty seriously and has basically gotten in with several big international stars and does like wrestling pay per views in the off seasons. Um, and I think well, I'm sure it's mutually beneficial because like if they need said person to be a giant dude in the show to like throw, yeah, like now they actually what, what's cool about that is that Amell basically has access to a pool of stunt actors who can hey. who can be on camera, have presence, and take a punch. By the way, Kodiak is the dude with the shield. So his name Don't is Kodiak. Oh, okay. Dope, actually, I like that. Um, but yeah, Stephen Amell wrestled uh, Christopher Daniels earlier this year, and Christopher Daniels is like a forty-five-year-old wrestling veteran. And Daniels like got on Twitter afterwards and was like, "That dude knows what he's doing, loves doing this, and is willing to do whatever we ask him to do." Like, and it's still funny to see Amell in a ring and like. Stephen Amell is a very large man. He's a very in shape man, and you put him in the ring with like wrestlers, and you're like, "Look how small he is." Tiny boy. I mean, I'm looking up Kodiak also, by the way, and he's he's head of the Shield Clan, which I assume is a. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if that is where they're going, yeah. Um, I have read that story. That was a New Fifty Two, the second reboot. Mm-hmm. And it was actually an awesome story, and that is where I believe Emiko comes from. Yeah, which oh, is okay. Half sister. That is the other theory of who the new character is. Yeah, the problem is, and like I think someone said, like because they're dealt, they're going into um, a little bit more of Oliver's father. That they might go into the fact that Oliver had, or Oliver's dad had, kind of an affair and produced an illegitimate child who would yes. be Emiko. Yeah, so the story that um, so in the book Shadow, the character Shadow comes from the Longbow Hunters book. In the story with like the clans, uh, Oliver's father had an affair with Shadow, this like new revamped version, and their daughter is Emiko. 
and the queens are the descendants of the arrow tribe. There's arrow, shield, fist, I think spear, knife, sword, dagger. It's like nine tribes. Katana's the head of the sword tribe. I like how I like how because it's comic books, it can't just be like, yeah, we're a family. We're like Swamp Thing is like, yeah, he's a Swamp Thing. It's like, no, they're descendants of this tribe, and Swamp Thing's part of the green. And now in DC, there's like the Speed Force, the Sage Force, the Strength Force. The- <laughs> it was a cool yeah. concept because the idea was like that they like Shadow became a villain, and if she offed Oliver, then her daughter, then Emiko, would become the bearer of the totem. And if you're the bearer of the totem, you're like boss. I don't know. Like you're awesome. So this plays in the totems as well? Yeah, well, the totems meaning, like, the shield that the guy has would be, oh, like, you're, like okay. the, the totem makes you the leader yes. of, like, the ocean gangs. I thought, you, I, I thought you meant totems as in the, the no, green. Like, they're, they're not magical, really. But, okay. like, the sword is one of the totems. Like, it's like okay. a weapon. So, Kodiak's shield is probably, like, the shield totem. Yes. I would guess, which, yeah, they're setting some stuff up. I think, which um, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see what they do with that. Um, also, uh, Koryak was a member of uh, the Outsiders, but it's a different Outsiders. Harlan, this is your, this is your fucking white whale. It is. I will. I will go down with the ship. I, I mean, at this point, I'm convinced they listen. They listen. They do. They must. Yeah, no, okay. no, here's the thing. Like calling Young Justice season three <laughs> Young Justice the Outsiders. Like, mm. come on. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 all an elaborate plot. I don't know what I did to somebody in another life, but. Um, speaking of that, Arlen, you should really need to start watching that show because it's season three is coming out pretty soon. I'll give it a try again. I could that first episode really, yeah, it just didn't. Man, it, it gets fucking good. Hmm. Especially when you, especially when you get to Superman, uh, who's acting who Superman treats Superboy like he's he's like I'm going to go get cigarettes and never comes back. What was that? I didn't hear anything from you two were talking either. Oh, uh, yeah, there was some crosstalk. Damn you, audio. I said, go, I'm going to go hang out with Body by Jake. Um, <laughs> man, the, cross, uh, the cross-pollination of jokes is getting a little hard to keep up with. Because um, we, we were doing movie dumps the other day, and I was like, we were we were referencing jokes from, like, yesterday's Target. And I was like, man, the people who don't keep up with this episode are going to be very lost. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, Young Justice is fucking great, and once the Superboy clone comes around, Superman's like, oh, um, sure, I'll teach you how to use your powers, but I have to go to the bathroom. Bye! <laughs> and, and Batman's like, you son of a bitch, where are you going? Like, <laughs> I think at some point, Bruce sits down with Clark, and he's like, yeah, you're gonna have to spend at least ten minutes with him and kind of teach him how to do this shit, because like he doesn't know what he's doing. And Superman's like, no. <laughs> it just leaves. And people call me a bad dad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alfred, am I a bad father? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> My favorite though is it the is it the movie they did? And I love when like they have Bane do the thing and they give him the stupid voice. And then oh, uh, he's he's Spanish when he's small guy, yeah. but then he hits the venom and he becomes Tom Hardy Bane. Yes. So <laughs> that and the I was there. 
I oh my god, Vandal Savage being there and everybody's origin story. Yeah, it's just like if he said I was there one more time, and he's like, "But I was, but I was." Uh, that and um, the opening of Court of Owls, where Alfred tells the story of Bruce's upbringing by telling it through his perspective. When I mean Alfred's perspective, um, and it, Bruce is like, uh, he's like, I'm afraid of monsters. And Thomas Wayne's like, there's no such thing as monsters. And Alfred just knocks on the door and goes, yes, there are. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it goes like, what is it? He's a uh, Bruce is like, you'll never leave me. Right. And he's like, we're not going anywhere. He's like, you'll stay forever, forever and ever, forever and ever until the end of time, until the end of hard cut to the Wayne's dead bodies in the alley. <laughs> Everybody should go watch Young Justice Abridged. It's fucking good. Actually, just everything on DC Universe Abridged. And now they have a playlist called the DC Universe Abridged in chronological order. So you can follow this little abridged universe they've made from the start of the Justice League all the way up to the current timeline, basically. Huh. It's really fucking cool. Um, there's some weird production uh, inconsistencies because it's in chronological order in their timeline as opposed to production. So, like, you're through to, like, I think Justice League War is the first movie they do. Um then you get to Young Justice season one, and like the vo- the audio quality is a little off, but the comedy's there. Um, but episode one, I think, has Mister Freeze uh, on a rampage because his cat died. I do also love their version of Cyborg that he like will randomly play songs because he's like a boombox <laughs> with like the mother box. And he can't help it either. He's just playing music. And their version of Black Manta that is just like T like with the, the T Pain voice. Oh, he yeah, Black he's Manta. Auto-tune. His mask auto-tunes his voice, so everything he says sounds like this. This has been a glowing endorsement of Young Justice. <laughs> um, Arrow season seven is also fucking fantastic. Yeah, um, but uh, we're the episode two was the Longbow Hunters, uh, and it had some. Uh, like you said, the Longbow Hunters kind of show up and they steal a weapon. That's pretty much all you see of them this episode, or for a few episodes until Silencer is kidnapped. Um, I think they try to steal a weapon, and then Diggle stops them, but they get away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Felicity and Diggle kind of have a little spat over how to deal with Diaz. The cool thing I like so far in the season is that, like, vigilantism has been outlawed since Ollie went to prison. And everyone's like, now things will go back to the way they were supposed to be. And none of it works. Mm-hmm. Well, it works everywhere except in the Glades. Yeah. Which I do think is an interesting thing where, like, they have, like, their town hall meeting. I don't remember which one of these episodes. And it's like, yeah, we were way better off with the vigilantes because they actually would show mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And then, they, yeah, they say, like, the police don't, like, the police don't show up. He's like, they don't, they, we're not a priority. Um, uh, what else to hear? Um, Laurel is the district attorney. That was, I think, established in the last episode. Um, but her and Dinah now work together, which is pretty interesting. Dinah's the new chief. Yeah. She took over what's his name's role. Um uh uh Yeah. Uh, yeah. Papa Lance. Papa Lance, yes. Yeah, whose name escapes me for some reason. God damn it. I liked him too. What the fuck is happening to me? Yeah, I remember I know the actor's name, but I can't think of the character's name. Yeah, that poor guy. God, he just he's, life <laughs> life shut down on him and then killed him. Yeah. Paul Blackwood, I believe. That's his that's yeah. Yeah. he only had to like have like his daughters die five times. Oh, oh God! God. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um. Uh. In prison, Oliver's having a rough time. Uh. He's trying to keep his head down, but like, pretty much the entire prison is like, nah, 
Um, yep. Is this our first introduction to his like cell neighbor, Stanley? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, oh, I feel uh, like he's. I feel like he's not who he says he is. Like he's oh, somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some developments later on that I know of. Um, yeah. Okay. He's also uh, Hunter. He is the. Uh, he is one of the kids from. He's one of the escapees in Freddy vs. Jason. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh shit! That's right. He is. He is he's Will's friend in Freddy vs. Jason. The two of them escape from. Uh, uh, ah, damn it! What is the asylum they have in in uh, Springwood? Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember, but yeah, he's the one who gets killed in his bathroom. Oh, I thought you were right. He's the dude who takes a bong hit with a Freddy worm. Is he the guy uh, who stabs Jason with two fucking like needles or whatever? No, no. that's the that's the, uh, the 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 J ripoff. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He's the one who said he's the one who claims his brother was killed by Freddy and no one believed him, so he was sent to the asylum. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and he has a dream where he's in his bathroom and. His, and his brother uh, comes out of the bloody bathtub. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that that scene is really awesome. There's deleted scenes where like Freddy made him like vomit up uh, eels, um, yeah, and a whole bunch of other shit in that sequence. Yeah, there's some crazy stuff going on there. But um, now Stanley is um a little sketchy. Uh, but Oliver has to, I think, get rid of a prison guard for Brick because he's trying to play ball with these people to get some information, mm-hmm. or at least you know have a a, a civil lifestyle in there. Um. Oh, it's in exchange for info. That's what it was. Right. Yeah. And then, believe it or not, Brick, Brick betrays him. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. No, Vinny, guard in an awesome way. Vinny Jones is a, is is a villain. No way. Yeah, I'm so shocked. I do um, like how they're playing. Um, what's his name? Bronze Tiger, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's he's an enforcer, but like he doesn't necessarily want to be. He's no, no, and that's more similar to his combo character, where he's kind of like morally gray, like kind of Deathstroke, mm-hmm. where he's just like a mercenary. Yeah, I really like Michael Jai White in this fucking show. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. great. He's great. He's been um, great since the beginning. Really, like he's he he's part of what made season one watchable because his fights with Oliver would be well because he's a real martial artist. Yeah, like yeah. Hollywood style martial. Um, artist. I will say the. Aside from like some noticeable production goofs, like Oliver's prison cell looking like they stuck him into a storage closet in a Walmart and slapped a cell, but like a prison door over it. Yeah. Um, honestly, it looks like a dimly lit version of the prison from the story of Ricky. Um, yeah. <laughs> how yeah. many of us have seen that movie? I have seen that movie. I think I have. Yeah. It, Ricky Ho? Yes. Yeah, that's the, what it's commonly known as, uh, where, where Ricky Ho punches a man and he explodes. Um, <laughs> Whoa! Okay, and, and so, you, wait, you've never seen Ricky Ho? I, I might need to see this though. Like a okay, all right, all right, all right. Quickly, Ricky Ho is a Chinese adaptation of Fist of the North Star. Okay, with like it's a really shitty adaptation that trades no, out is really everything shitty. you know about Fist of the North Star and keeps in basically the fact that he has like bullet holes in his chest and he can punch people when they pop. Yeah. And everything else has changed. And it goes to a prison where, like, it's run by this, like, this gang of four inmates. And, like, their names are Tarzan, Oscar, Rogan, and something else. And at some point, the main character is fighting someone. And in order to defeat Ricky, this guy commits seppuku on himself, pulls out his own intestines, and attempts to strangle the main character with him. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. Yeah. 
Um, there was a scene that was uh, used uh, for the moment of Zen on The Daily Show, and John Stewart played it like four times in a row. He was, like, <laughs> he was like, one more time. Let me see this. <laughs> I will send you the scene afterward I'm recording. Um, but uh, this, we're also getting flash forwards, and the flash forwards are proven to be very yeah. I yeah, like how I feel about them. I like them. I mean, you know, it's, it's a, I like the return, I guess, to the split show format. Um, I actually do like that it's actually a three-way split now. Yeah. I, I really like how they're like, this This show needs more stuff. You know what we need? More, we need more flashbacks. No way. Flash forward. We can't yeah. flashback. Flashbacks. The flashbacks caught up with us. Which is something that I remember saying back in season five. They should do this, and they probably will. And they, they did. <laughs> and uh, they're well, doing. I like, I, I like well. that this uh, that this story is not being told, you know, in a linear way. Yeah, we are and, getting lots of it, and like what we're getting is maybe not the guaranteed future because we've already seen. Honestly, I think anything. I well, yeah, I think that um, I think that episode of Legends of Tomorrow from season one, where they go to a a, a dark, you know, a dark uh-huh. future of Central City. Not Central City, Star City. Yeah, I think that that someone was like, "This is good, and we should revisit this at a later time, in a different yeah. way." Yeah, let's revisit yeah. that concept. Um, the Star City, where they, I think was it Slade's son, not the one that we saw last season, but the other one. Yeah, mm-hmm. took over, and then yeah. this is also where we see John's son. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Maybe Flashpoint fucked that up. Yeah, I think he did. I, no, think, I, I think that's changed. a <laughs> okay. Wow, Flashpoint actually changed something. Um, yeah. yeah, but they like it fixed. It made that future correct. I mean, it seems like a lot of stuff is very different. Like, I don't think Zoe was other Black Canary. It seems or whatever she is. Yeah. Um, you know, like I feel like that's a lot of that is very different. Um, and Dinah wasn't there, so yeah, like, yeah, lots of stuff is. And they don't. They don't. They 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 tell you what happened to Felicity. But we'll get to that. But like, no one's really said what's happened to Oliver. <laughs> no, no, not really. Which is um, interesting. But William goes back to Leanne Yu, which is the first time we've seen it uh, since um, since uh, Chase blew it up. Yeah. Um, which is nice because I didn't think we'd ever go back to it. Um, and I do like that as soon as he gets there, he finds uh, he finds Deathstroke's uh, grave, doesn't he? I believe so. I think and the mask again, and then it's—is it three graves there? He's—that's right. Yeah, he finds the mask. He finds three graves, and he finds the grave of uh, Oliver's dad, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, the graves are—it's Oliver's dad, it's Shadow, and it's his mom. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I think those are the three. Yeah, because everybody else can kind of fuck off, I guess. Um, and on the island, he finds Roy living there like a savage for some reason. Because he's Roy and he's all old and beefy. Yeah. <laughs> he does look like he's been hitting the protein a little hard. Yeah. And their like old makeup is kind of hilarious. Like they're like, uh, we kind of give him like wrinkles around his mouth and then make him kind of like overly tanned. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's a little better than Dinah. Dinah got a like, gray streak and they're just like, we're going to put like latex on your face. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's how this episode ends. Then we get into uh, episode three, Crossing Lines, which is the one I remember the least, to be honest. This yeah. is the one where Felicity... She convinces them to hack roll. the building, right? Is that... This yeah. is where she works with Wild Dog, I believe. Right. And they... 
She talks to the FBI agent in that one. This, correct? this is where yeah. Oliver starts to look for someone who's called the demon, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right, Arlen. Yeah, she talks. She goes to the FBI person to go to the building because Diaz is going to steal some yes. bacteria or he's building something. Like he's going to, I think he's going to do some sort of terrorist attack, um, which is not outside of his MO. He was part of uh, one dude's attack from last year. So I can't believe that Diaz was like goon at number four for the mm-hmm. first half of last season. Yeah. It was, I always kind of thought he was going to do something more because he is like a character in the comics, although they have nerfed. Like, they, they, they successfully downplayed him to the point where we thought he was nobody. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And then did like a turn because I wasn't into what's his nuts, um, uh, Hackerman, uh, mm-hmm. Kilgore. Yeah, Chase or something like that. No. No. That's, that was Adrian Chase was uh, from Peace. Um, I'm not Chase. Um, who the f- this guy? That the guy. I, I, yeah, called by his actor name Michael Emerson. Um, yeah, like characters. I wasn't into his character until they decided to give us a really fucking sad backstory. Yeah, I and I was like, oh man, everything he's doing makes so much more sense now. And then like Diaz just stabs him in the fucking throat. I'm like, oh god, yeah, yeah. poor man. Um, but I I like Diaz. I just he hasn't been around too much in this season so far. Um, yeah, I, think like, I like the slow burn of him. I, I think using the prison as a villain. Is- more interesting um and like just having him be in the background that's a that's a that's something they really haven't done uh they haven't had a villain where you you enter knowing who he is knowing who that villain is knowing what they're capable of well the comparisons to flash are inevitable because we have to talk about the prison thing but like even flash has seemingly abandoned the who is the villain because right. like we kind of figured out who Sakata was really quick. Yeah, I think the show is like episode two. Yeah, um, we just I don't think we know his name yet, but we know who he is. Like, there's no mystery. Like, he's a fu- he's a, he's a guy who works at a factory and he has a daughter. Like, there's no mystery. It's not Savitar, Zoom, or Reverse Flash ever even. Oh, I think they, and, like I think they say his name in like episode five. Yeah, but the team doesn't know. But we, the audience, do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And you see his locker name and everything too. But like, no, it is fresh to know you're going to a season with a villain who's already there because like, mm-hmm. there's. And honestly, like they they could have kept Chase around too. Um, I kind and the of one and like of that though, huh? I feel like if you didn't finish him the way they did, like it takes away from everything. Well, right? they his ending was perfect because then when he came back as a hallucination last season, like I was floored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one because that that character was so deliciously diabolical, um, and his chemistry with Oliver is fantastic. Um, Which, if I haven't said, it's hilarious to watch. He was in last season of Orange Is the New Black. Was as it? like <laughs> yeah, as like the goofy, dumb, like muscle head uh, prison guard. Oh my just god! From protein powder, and who's a complete moron. That's and awesome. he was great as it, and I was like, "Oh, this guy actually has like really good range." Well, who was who, who was Ward in um the other show, Arlen from uh from Iron oh. Fist? Oh, um, fuck, what's his name? I can't remember. Um, shit, what was he? 
Wait, which show exactly? Uh, um, uh, and you were telling me, yeah, Iron Fist. You're telling me that word from Iron Fist was somebody uh, was uh, like the polar opposite of his season one character and something else. He was like a tattooed skinhead or something like that. Oh, yeah. you told me? In, uh, in Banshee, uh, great show by the way. Um, <laughs> in Banshee, he's like a fucking ex skinhead um, who's like on a redemption. I, I I love when you see someone like for the first time because that was the first time I've seen him and you hear about them playing totally against that type somewhere else. Yeah. I've also never seen the actor play Chase before. Yeah, I didn't even um, know he was before either. You know what's yeah. funny is I just found out that Dinah was in The Walking Dead. Yeah, uh, she was a uh, she's like the girl with the hat, if I remember correctly. She, she gets she, she gets shot in the head by a child. Yeah, <laughs> way to go. Yeah. And uh, and uh, she looks completely different. Yeah, one girl gets set on fire. Like she hides under her body. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also didn't know that she is. The daughter of the former CEO of Warner Brothers Entertainment, I think. In real life? Yes. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, which, which, like, I'm thinking about that. I'm like, you're the daughter of a, like, of a major studio player. And you're, mm-hmm. like, you're going to do Arrow? Fucking good for you. Like, that means you like this show. There's yeah. a bunch of people like that that are interesting. Because isn't, um, I'm trying to think. I'm totally lost the name I was thinking. But you have the two Maras who do that. Yeah, the two Maras are are there, aren't they? They're they're the daughters, the granddaughters of the owners of the New York Giants. Yeah, exactly, and they they seemingly do whatever they want too. But I guess they do whatever they want because they're like, I don't need a protection ring. Like I have one, I can go do whatever I need to do. Um, yeah. But I also I like the actress who plays Dinah. They just don't know what the fuck to do with her character at the time. They really well, don't. She's uh, getting better. Like they're not making her like angry, angry bitchy lady, which they did last season. God, she was insufferable last season. And I don't mind her as being the person who's like, no, we have to respect law and order. Yeah, I- her taking the hardline stance makes sense in this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she's very much uh, when she's not going insane <laughs> over over her boyfriend who she hasn't seen in a year um, or years, like. She's usually the person who's like, no, this is the rule. These are the rules, and this is how we do this. Um, as long as I she, do, I, it's frustrating, but I do like there's someone who keeps looking at like, like the the status of Star City and keep and keeps saying like, no, we must have law and order, and like everyone else who really kind of sees the forest of the trees is like, okay, but it was better the other way because now we have no control of this situation and we are we are we are held back by rules and a system that is consistently putting us through red tape and more red tape and more red tape and and, and Tony Stark. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, she's she's Tony Stark after Civil War or bef- like after he gets uh he's like everything's fine, you killed my son. Nothing's fine. What are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing's fine. I'm panicking. I think is it episode three that Dinah arrests? Um, yes, Renee. Episode four, yeah, because uh, yeah, I can't remember if it's three in the beginning of four or at the end of three. The beginning of four because she finds him with the other Green Arrow. Um, yes, yeah. Which four was a really good episode? Yeah, I would rather, I'd rather kind of skim through three and go right to four because four is fantastic. I mean, three is when they capture Silencer. And um, I really don't remember it. Also, that's important. I don't remember it all. It just it's kind of there. Yeah. It's not bad. It's but... just tie in where like we learn about the demon. Uh-huh. Um, Felicity is kind of going darker, trying to stop Diaz. Yeah, the prison yeah. stuff is interesting. Oliver and that like Fight Club. That was yeah, was... yeah. That's something they do in literally every show. When okay, actually, okay. Now that we're you mentioned again, but I want to say this too in comparison to Flash. 
Um, Barry's prison sentence is a fucking joke. Yeah. And it's almost yeah. insulting to, to say, like, well, Barry went to prison. No, he fucking didn't, okay? He got a, he got a vacation for a few weeks. Yeah. Like, nothing happened to him. He, he, wasn't, he, was, he was never in any danger. He saved someone's... He, he, he got to do a great thing with Big Sur. Um, and then he gets out yeah. on, like, the biggest, most laughable technicality in the history of technicalities that, to this day, bothers me because, it's like, unless you, ousted, unless you ousted what's-his-face as the thinker, then what you did would completely nullify getting Barry out of prison. Yeah. Because that, guy's, that guy's still dead. Huh? What they did is, like, super, like, unethical and illegal. Oh, totally. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I know, I, know, I know Laurel is supposedly working on, like, finding a loophole to get Oliver out. Mm-hmm. And I guess it has to do with, like, the FBI not holding up their end of the bargain. Yeah. Uh, it's more about the treatment mm-hmm. that fits into what starts to happen in episode four. I'm yeah, level two is some crazy stuff. stuff. So Oliver gets um, sent to level two of Slapside, where this like th- this dude who should who belongs in Arkham Asylum. Uh, I don't <laughs> he should be uh, a, a doctor. Uh, what's his name from Batman? He's very uh, Hugo Strange-ish. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was Hugo Strange, yeah. I was going to say he should be treating Rorschach, actually. Like, uh, hmm. Yeah, that too. He reminds me of him, too. Um, yeah. But Oliver's basically put in this solitary cell that's very different from the top part of the prison where it's it's very grimy and gross. And he's put in this very pristine, uh, high-tech-looking cell, and this doctor comes in to basically just break him down. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it may work or it may be a bluff, but through the course of this episode, like, we get some heavy shit with Oliver. Um, oh, and in the, in the new in the new lighting, they did a, a really good job of making Oliver look like he's been just through fight after fight after fight after fight. He looks better than than uh, John Bernthal did in, in Daredevil. Mm-hmm. It, the other thing is, I love the idea of the room that they put him in because it's flash. The lights are strobing, and there's like yeah. an insane sound that's going in and out. So yeah. like, he can't concentrate or think. Yeah, he can't. He's trying to meditate later on this episode, and like they blast him with the lights and the sound, and he's like, ah. Um, and the guy's like, you were meditating. He's like, how did you learn to do that? And he's like, Hong Kong. Um, yeah. And I like that this is, um, I, I kind of like the idea that there's no more, there's no more dancing around to Oliver being the green arrow. Like everyone can come up to him and just be straight with him. Yeah. yeah. I know who you are. Quit the bullshit. Yeah. Um, that the, the, his douchey neighbor says like, was it dope that they put in all the promos like WWGAD? What would green arrow do? <laughs> And they put it in every stupid promo. I did not know about that, actually. But that's... that's it's in like episode one. Whenever that guy shows up, it's like, oh, you know, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. I, I also like... I want to say this because I forgot to say when we started reviewing. But, like, I like how... It, it, they do it in Flash and Supergirl, too. But the the show intro changes per season. Mm-hmm. But now with, with, with Oliver, it's gotten so complicated. Like... <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, I was the Green Arrow. I was trapped for five years on an island, but then I went home and I became the vigilante, and then I became the mayor, and then I wasn't the mayor, and now I'm in prison. <laughs> it's like my name is Oliver Queen. Uh, it's like my name is Oliver Queen, and I'm inmate five four eight seven six. Yeah, yeah. But I like the fact. I just like to like to imagine like the intro gets to be like seven minutes long, where he's like, I am Oliver Queen, and here's my life story. It's like you're looking down your watch, you're like, Jesus, we're only in season three. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> I fought a sorcerer named Damien Dark, and then uh, yes, I did this, and then I did this, and then um, I met, and then I met a historian who took me into a time traveling ship for a few minutes, and then <laughs> I fought aliens once. I fought uh, aliens. <laughs> really weird. I have I have a son who's a woman. I fought, aliens I fought a Nazi version of myself, I, and then I oh I fought then I fought me from another Earth. I fought me and a version of my best friend, <laughs> and my my other me's wife was Supergirl. It was it was really weird, but like I was kind of into it. Um, <laughs> and the new one's like, and then I woke up and I was this other guy, and I had super speed. <laughs> yeah. And I, oh my god, can you imagine? I, they fucking better do where he's like, I am Oliver Queen and I'm the Flash? <laughs> well, he's not Oliver Queen, he's Barry Allen. He's like, I'm, I'm questioning. Like, he's like, I'm, I am Barry Allen and I'm the Flash? I am Barry Allen and, and yeah, he, he does. They should do their season one intros also. Oh, yeah. It should be like. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to hear Grant Gustin narrate the Arrow intro. Yes. I want to see. I hope they put the voice changer on him because otherwise it'll be. Oh God! It'll be, I can't wait for that. Yeah. Oh, and here's the thing: we're gonna we are absolutely getting a payoff of the joke from last crossover of super speed. I don't have it. <laughs> we're getting a part two of that joke, and I can't fucking wait. I want him to show up. And Grant, Grant has to take a motorcycle, and Amel shows up and goes super speed. I have it. <laughs> yeah, or he's like, so this is what that feels like. <laughs> <laughs> to get here before everybody else does. Yeah. Um, Although I would love if Grant did like a Batman to him and just like talking. <laughs> <in the phone. laughs> oh, that's what that feels like. Yeah, I can't I can't wait for that. Okay, all right. I know we talked about Dark Knight Rises a bit in the Flash review, but I gotta bring that up now because in the Dark Knight Rises, one of the things that bugs me the most is that Catwoman oh, does the Batman thing and disappears. And Batman turns around and goes, so that's what that feels like. I'm like, why are you doing the voice? No one's around. <laughs> no one's there. Insane. That's my answer. <laughs> he's crazy. In that universe, he's insane. You realize that. He's, well, he's, like, he's, doing, he's doing Bat voice at the end of the movie, too. And he's like, uh, he's like, what do you say to Gordon? He's like, yeah, I mean, if you even want to you put a jacket over a little boy's shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Dude, drop the voice. You're telling him who you are. Right. Just What's do your voice. <laughs> They were my, my theory is that the bat suit is that that new bat suit is perpetually choking him, so he's always constantly like, because <laughs> well, they were dumb and they didn't do the thing that Arrow did, which is like, oh, we put like a voiced modifier thing, so he yeah. they just, but they did it anyway with computers, yeah, and, and like they got around that in BVS by just giving him a fucking modulator, and it sounds yeah. awesome, yeah, yeah, they just need like one line of dialogue, yeah, um, but uh, level two is some really good shit, um, and this doctor uh puts Oliver through the fucking ringer as far as psychological stuff goes. And, and he keeps using his son and his family against him as far as, like, a psychological tool to be like, you're a bad person, Oliver. He's like, how many people have you hurt? He's like, lots. And he's like, how many people have you murdered? And Oliver just looks at him like, are you really going to ask me that question? Yeah. And he talks about, I do like the stuff with his father, though. Like, he shouldn't <sighs> And it was just like uh, so dark. Well, it, well, it's hard to argue with that dude, but the problem is his intent is really shitty. Oh, his intent so is I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, what you're doing is really, really sour because I'm like, you're you're making valid points to really to to further your agenda, not help this dude. Like, you're not trying to reevaluate this guy. You're trying to, you know, you're trying to force this on him, uh, and you're using really painful shit against him. And then, like, when he's in that machine and. 
Oliver becomes his father and William takes Oliver's place and Oliver shoots himself in the head. I'm like, this is some really mental stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, Felicity's trying to interrogate the silencer. It's not working because uh, the silencer's like, you're new to this. Mm-hmm. So she brings in Earth 2 Laurel. And we oh learn- my god, that was uh, fucking fantastic. When Laurel comes in, she's like, maybe I'm not talking loud enough. And she's, <laughs> you can tell she just sonic screams her. Yeah, just, yeah, repeatedly. Um, which is great. I love that we don't even need to see the torture. We're like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> oh, we know exactly what's yeah. happening. Um, also, it was cool to see Dinah use hers. Um Real quick, because she she kind of has she arrests Renee for working with the New Green Arrow, uh, who the New Green Arrow is basically Batman. He's fucking awesome, as we've established. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she arrests Renee, and this is where I was like, Dinah sucks again. Because uh, even Diggle comes in, he's like, uh, he's like, so Renee called me and told me that you arrested him. And she's like, Are you here to bail him out? And he's like, Nah, I'm just here to talk some sense yeah. into you. <laughs> I do like that they gave it like they gave her kind of a mini arc. Though that was that's appreciated, like yeah. Because she comes because I yeah. I was worried that they were going to go back to you know angry screaming uh, lame civil war Dinah, but like at the mm-hmm. she comes full circle at the end of it. Yeah, and also like it's it's still twenty two episodes. <laughs> yeah, <Yep. laughs> they didn't fill that space. So like having her be a little bit against it for four episodes is fine. If it had yeah. gone on longer, it would it would have been. Yeah, much more sense. you have to have at least one of them like no i don't want to do that anymore like we shouldn't yeah. also we signed deals they can just put us in a box forever and mm-hmm. we'll point to what oliver did yeah somebody who's like yeah no we can't do that <laughs> this is this is, this well, is that, and it's not just her they also do it with um oh my god i forget his name because they changed it from the comic yeah. really in it, so like it's not so he doesn't really have that position like Curtis. Uh, yeah, Curtis. Who I uh, do love in this show. He is like the Ralph of this show in many ways. Mm-hmm. This, this, the newer cast, and I say newer from, I guess, like season five on, like really stuck, like almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love yeah. Renee. Renee's like one of my favorite characters. Renee though. is awesome. Um, and I really hope that all, like, I, I hope this is the team going forward and there's no more shifts because like Thea and Roy kind of came and went. Mm-hmm. Like, it provides like different perspectives because you have the gigantic genius also athlete who is super open and throwing the fact that he's like gay and dating yeah. a cop there, well there's that like he he's he's very open about being like look i'm not a fighter like i'm really yeah. smart and i can make some cool tech and some stuff that'll help out in a fight he's like but i will get my ass kicked like <laughs> and then yeah. Uh, the fact that you also have like, and then Renee is like being like the voice of the like poor downtrodden in like the shithole part of the city. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like- Renee, Renee speaks for the people, and Dinah is the voice of the system. Um, and I, say, I would say Diggle's almost like it, Diggle's, Diggle's on both sides of the fence because Diggle is like he's like I am an Argus agent. He's like, but I'm also a vigilante. Yeah, he's like I understand both sides of this coin. So he's kind of the one who can look at everything and go like, no, this is like you like. Everyone, calm down over here, and let's focus on this. And it's I, I love the new dynamics. And at first, I was like, Meh, but I'm warming up to it. I like it better than what they're doing with Legends because Legends seem to they're putting an, uh, like an emphasis on the Time Bureau, and I didn't ask for that. I don't really want it because um, I still don't know. I still don't know what exactly they do or how it works. Um, they depending on where you're at, they I'm like, oh, I know they. Well, they bench somebody from the Wave Rider so they can put more emphasis on the Time Bureau, and I don't know if I like it. 
Um, because the Wave Riders crew keeps shrinking, and they're not really. It's not it's, though. It's yeah, I know, but it's it's. I'm not. Eh. Legends is not really grabbing me like it has the past few years. Yeah, right. I'm behind a little bit, but um, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. digging that show. Maybe it's because I've I'm current with it. I don't I hate mean, it. I don't. I don't dislike it, but like it's yeah. not. For the last like two years, I was like, "Wow, Legends is fucking great," and they usually hit the ground running. But this year, I'm like, eh. and I think maybe it's because it is kind of more the same from last season. It's still I like, mean, oh, it's definitely a lot of the same. But my yeah, is the, my memory has always been that the Legends always starts off a little bit slow. Like they don't always hit right out of the gate. Like I remember season two being a little bit messy at first. It's just that there were some really good episodes. In there. The thing is like, well, the, season, well, the thing with season two is that season two got off the ground with Thawne killing. Who was it? Oh, yeah. Well, and that was a really good mystery, but what the fuck was his name? One of the JSA members. Uh, Thawne shows up and murders one of them immediately. I'm guy. The clock man, something. Alan would know. Alan is screaming right now. Alan is screaming right now. It's not commander steel. It was some somebody. Isn't it, isn't it? It's our man. Our man, yes, our yeah. yeah. He showed up at the end of Legend season one. Yeah, and he and he, was, and he, and he faded from and he, he disappeared before they could he could finish his message. And Thawm was like, "Yeah, you disappeared. You were erased from the timeline like this," and she fucking impales him. Right. Yeah, and that was a really interesting way to start. But like the episodes after that were not all amazing. Um, well, the problem is they have to because of the way that show works. They're very much a freak of the week, like uh-huh. show. You know, what? I, I found out something funny about Reverse Flash and um, Matt Letcher specifically. Um, he always looks so plump in the Reverse Flash suit because mm-hmm. they never made a Reverse Flash suit for him. They made right. it for Tom. Oh. Yeah. Just Tom and Tom is like half of Letcher's size. Yeah. And so Matt basically said, like, yeah, I was always shoved into the suit. And I, I, don't, I don't think they made one for him until, like, a f- couple episodes into Legends. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Which I think is for a while is why he was running around his fucking Miami Vice jacket. <laughs> it does work. He looks so badass in that jacket. And that episode where he's on the Wave Rider getting constantly blown around from room to room with Speed Force guns. <laughs> that explains a bit of Narcos a little bit, actually. By the way, he's great in Narcos. I'm not, I'm not at all surprised because, like, I didn't know who the fuck he was until Flash. And then, like, on Legends, I was like, this guy can chew scenery. Was he, wasn't he on Zorro? That's the thing. You just forgot Zorro ever happened. That's the I never know. I've never oh, seen Zorro. Oh, my never God. I forgot Zorro. that he's in that. He's the yeah. one of the big bads. villain who cuts off people's heads and puts them in jars. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, we need to watch Zoro for the show sometimes. Oh, so right. I am one hundred. I'll see if I can get Joe for it's that good. one. Um, They're both pretty good for the time. Yeah, like that, that's that's really what we just watched. Well, that's Antonio Catherine Jones, right? Yeah, and it's the director of Goldeneye, like right after Goldeneye. Um, the only good thing is Anthony Hopkins playing a Mexican. He's a Spaniard. Uh, he's Mexican. He's a Spaniard. It's slightly less bad than Sean Connery playing a Spaniard via Egypt with a Japanese sword. Right, and also, like, Spaniard... So that was, like, 1,200. Spaniards at that time were Muslim. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know where the Spaniard from. 
Yeah. Oh, no, and also, like the the Spaniards who invaded um, uh, Central Americans were basically just like you know they were white Europeans, right? Who yeah. spoke Spanish. Talking to, like my grandmother is from Spain, so like yeah, but they're white yeah. right here. So like yeah. they're very. They were also invaded by the Vikings a lot. So right. you get blue yeah. eyes and stuff. <laughs> like my sister has blonde hair and blue eyes. Stop poisoning our gene pool. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we were left off at Laurel torturing silencer. Um, Felicity is kind of getting to the point where she's willing to do anything to get Oliver out of prison or at least find Diaz. Sure. Her prime priority is getting Diaz. Like she wants to find Diaz to stop him, but Laurel's like, <laughs> yeah, we're not. And Laurel makes a point. She's like, we're no longer at stopping Diaz territory. We are at killing Diaz territory because this guy will not stop. Mm-hmm. Like prisoner or not, like it's 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 we're we're at the point of no return, yeah. which is why I kind of like the fact that this villain's been around for so long at this point for these people that they their their only option left is to end it permanently. Yeah, and the and the Witcher Dragon uh, solo episode from last season is starting to actually have some impact on things. Um, you know, when she talks about he waited thirty years to get revenge on somebody, um, yeah, and he, she references like he will burn you alive. Yeah, yeah, literally, <laughs> yeah. Um, there was some more flash forward stuff. William and Roy go to Star City. Yeah. Um, and they're I'm following really the Roy, in the, the Arrowhead, huh? I'm really loving old Roy, by the way. Oh, I yeah, like old Roy yeah. too because old Roy is like, we get the fuck out of here. Like, what are we doing here? I want to. I, I want to go. I don't want to be here. I think this is the one time where we get a hint of what happened with Oliver in this future because yeah. Dinah Di- says something like, "Roy, I never thought you'd come back here." After like something with Oliver, right? And apparently Williams never come back. So because they sent him away, Oliver was like Oliver was like publicly lynched. Uh, No, I think it's the I think that everything went to shit in Star City because of something Oliver did. Like he basically is the reason why there's like a martial law because in their future they also explain what like the Glades is like cordoned off, but that's like the place where like the elite live now. Yeah, I guess. I wonder how this. I wonder if this at all plays into what we saw at the beginning of last season of Legends with Argus, like taking over. Yeah, uh, what's her name is from? Yeah, like yeah. I wonder if it lines up at all, um, and it might be part of how that happens. Like, I kind of want to. If there's not, if they're not doing Crisis next year, they should do a whole crossover that's like a time travel thing well right? like uh, well, okay this ties into the flash leaks the alleged flash leaks that there's supposed to be an event coming next season that will be basically to be an in-canon reboot of the timelines and basically kind of iron things out so there is because now we have we have um dark central city from legends of tomorrow that's right. a divergent timeline yeah we have zari's future which is a divergent timeline we have the future with nora which is potentially a divergent timeline. And then we have this future with Roy, um, uh, Dinah, and old William. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, there's supposed to be some kind of event that will con- basically like a, um, what Flashpoint did initially in the comics, which was I- which was bring all these timelines together, more or less. Uh-huh. Oh, you're actually missing one of the futures because there's the future Ava's from. Yes, and that too. Like, super clean one. Yeah. So there's supposedly one of the leaks said like there's supposed to be some kind of event that brings all this together and ties it all up. So it's right. like a crisis event, but of time and not multiple universe. Yes, yeah. some would say a, a days of future past. Um, yeah, yes. that's a, that's a good way of putting it too. Is that they're going to uh, like iron out the timelines into one consistent thing? Yes. I think. 
And then it's supposed to involve Thawne. It's it supposedly involves maybe a bit of Nora. Um, yeah. It's I supposed mean, to. Um, <laughs> I fucking hope so. It would be interesting if this is like a way to get rid of like Oliver Felicity and William, like like Oliver Felicity relationship. Yeah. And get rid of William altogether. I don't know if William goes anywhere, to be honest. Well, he's already gone. <laughs> they already sent him to boarding school or wherever the hell they did. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Holy yeah, shit. that's right. In this future, he's like, yeah, he. This is the first time he's back in Star City since Felicity sent him away. Um, he hasn't seen either of his parents since then. Yeah. Um, which, like, I wonder if, like, maybe Oliver never got out of prison. Maybe. maybe like, there, there is thought that this new Green Arrow is someone from the future who is probably coming back to maybe for, prevent all this nonsense from happening so this future yeah. never takes place. This is where we see the first hints of that, which is when we meet Di- Dinah, she, her throat had been slit and she doesn't have her cry anymore. Yeah. They cut oh to... I didn't even think about that. That means there must yeah. be like an assault on Metas. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, but when they cut back in this episode to the fire thing, the guy's going to cut her throat, and that is when the Green Arrow shows up and stops him from cutting oh, her throat. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, you guys didn't pick up on that? I didn't even oh, put it together. Yeah, they go like right from Di- Dinah talking in the future to that. And then that's kind of because he, because I'll just say he as the, the new Green Arrow. Um, saves her life. That's one of the reasons why she uh, she helps Wild Dog lift the thing up off of them. Um. Also, okay, we got to mention the, the more antics from the new Green Arrow. Like, okay, so there's an arsonist that they're trying to catch. It's Renee and Diner working together to catch these arsonists. Um, and without like the vigilantes around, like they're stuck. You know, they're stuck operating within the system, but the system doesn't work fast enough, and they they have limited resources. Blah blah blah. So they finally decide to partner up with the new Green Arrow. Um. And they take down the arsonist, but like the, there's a fire in like a movie theater, and uh, Dinah basically says like there's there's fire alarms, but there's not enough sprinklers. I don't know if we can do with this. The new Green Arrow Spider Man's up a fucking wall, <laughs> grabs the water pipe, and pulls it off the wall. It's so good. <laughs> I love it so much. I was like, that was fucking rad. I think this is also because it's the reason she arrests him in the beginning, uh, Renee, is that the when they're having their community meeting about how shitty the glades are, that place gets lit on fire, and basically the cops take what like fifteen minutes or twenty minutes to show up. Yeah, yeah, and that's when everybody starts losing their shit on them. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but the, the ending sequence, like, yeah, because the Dinah and Wild Dog lift the thing off of the arrow because he's trapped after doing that Spider-Man shit. Because mm-hmm. he, like, eats it. He falls through, like, um... He falls like, like, a, he scaffolding falls like, a, thing. like a scaffolding. Yeah. Like, it's like a he, wrestling bump. Like, Yeah. But he yeah. can't get um, out, but then he gets up and just moves on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he's a little out of it. He, she, yeah. them, whoever. Yeah. Um, but this yeah, ends with, uh... This ends with uh, uh, another future flash uh, flash forward where uh, Roy and uh, William go to Smoke Industries, and it's a fucking mess. Um, still has power, though, which is weird. Because uh, <laughs> there are signs that are flickering on and off. I'm like, does, does it have, like, is it self-sustaining? What's going on here? Yeah. I was yeah. into that uh, Legends thing, because they go to Smoke Industries in that future. Oh, that's is, right. Which is where they find Diggle's kid, isn't it? I think so. He's going, by, he, he's going by Connor Hawk at that point, but it's yeah. John Jr. Yeah, yeah, it is. 
Yeah. Um, uh, they go there and they find this little system that Felicity set up for Roy. Roy's familiar with it, so he opens this little safe and there's a bag inside of it. They get attacked by guards. Oh, you're uh, out one of like how they get past the alarm system. How do they get past the alarm system? Uh, they, and, and there's the little things on the wall, and it's like digital tennis balls. Oh, that's right. And Roy has to take the bow out of like the green arrow bow out of the thing and shoot the digital tennis balls, and that's how they. That's like the passcode. Hmm. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, to tie into like what Oliver used to do, like in season one and two. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in this, and that's where that's when Dinah saves them. Uh, shows up and she doesn't use her her eyes. She just beats the fuck out of these guards with a uh, with her bow, um, bow staff. I mean, um, they get a bag that's full. It's got like a Rubik's cube in it. And this is also when we see Zoe, who is now grown up uh, and is basically the new, new, new Black Canary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't have a crown. She's just like in a black suit with a bow staff as well. Yeah. And it also ties into at the end of this episode, towards the end of the present timeline, Dinah kind of calms down, goes to Renee, apologizes, um, and gives Zoe a, a gold canary pin that she's still wearing in the future, which I thought was cool. I'm like, all right, this is getting interesting. Um, yeah. And this is when we find out that Felicity Smoke has been murdered and we don't know who did it. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, we have no idea what happened with Oliver, but yeah. something bad. Yeah, something, something very... And I do like the fact that, like, this is... Since it's going forward, there's all this stuff that really isn't spoken for. And um, when you're doing flashbacks, like, you can kind of fill in the blanks for yourself by kind of applying context in the present to it. Um, But we have really nothing to go on um, for this timeline. Yeah, and I'm curious to see how they handle it and how they dole out this information. Um yeah, and I really, I'm more convinced than ever now that the new Green Arrow is a time traveler of some sort. Um, I think it has to be like the yeah. way that they're setting it up because I think that they're going well, into also, the like, also they're, like their t- this person's timing is uh, divine. Yeah. Every yeah. single time, like how did he know to save Zoe at that very moment? Right. Yes. Absolutely. Like little things like that. Like he would only know to do that if he'd been there before. Yeah, if he he was aware, or if he had very intimate details of how everything went down to the finest, you know, but for the Arrowverse. What if he's Time Remnant Barry? It's fucking, um, it's, it's just fucking Savitar Barry. Yes, yes, but he's been redeemed. He's Um, like, this is my redemption arc, and I'm like, go away crossover um that's 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 canon guys that's that's what we're leading up to um i don't know um but there's a there's a lot of stuff that he could be i i could buy the zoe thing though because like i really did see like her in profile and for a second i was like that's that's not a dude that doesn't look like a dude like no it doesn't they're very small like they are smaller than everybody else there around. Yeah, and what's weird is that like I don't think they were that small in the first appearance or two as a, a new Green Arrow because like I think this is very deliberate. Well, so that's uh, if we tear it apart a little bit. Wild Dog is very short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think that's part of it. Um, and he does appear to be a little bit taller than Wild Dog. At- times well like, the other thing is like in i think it's episode one when new granara shows up and does that like obnoxiously awesome move where he he 
like arrow bullet somebody and then like slingshot them into a fucking storage crate that exploded. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that was super strength. Like, <laughs> I, I definitely think this person's a meta to some degree. If not a meta, then just like extremely well trained. Like maybe actually may actually be a member of the League of Shadows. Um because they had that level of skill. I, you know, if you really want to blow my mind, like it, this is this is so far from the possibility. It's not even funny. Make it Sarah. That would be insane. That, <laughs> that would be, be insane. Fucking awesome. Or it's a third. Or I mean, it could be like Sarah's. No, it couldn't be Sarah's daughter. I mean, it could be Sarah's like time traveling daughter or something. You know? Yeah. Um, who was like raised by the by the league? Um, yeah, or it could be some weird like. All right, what what about this? Since they say they can't use shadow, uh-huh. what if Oliver at some point has a kid with either Nissa or Talia? Oh, that could. That's or seems... has Lady Shiva been used yet? Uh no, uh, no. mentioned. I believe. Um, I don't think she was used. No, because they used roulette. They they've used quite a few of the female league members, but Shiva I think is one that they've that they've never. I would done. say I'm not saying that it could be Lady Shiva, but I'm saying that's a, that maybe that's an affiliation we could see. That would be interesting. I mean, they'll never do this, but they could make it Cassandra, Cassie. The oh, oh, that would be interesting. The, yeah, the second back girl. That's is yeah. that who she's yeah. working right now? Yes. Yeah, the one that's but, uh, kind of mute. Yeah, and she has, her costume is like a it's it covers her whole face. Yeah, it's very it's very um it's it's it looks very ragtag. And yeah. she was trained by Lady Shiva. Uh, yeah, yeah. In current continuity, she's Lady Shiva's daughter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if if you really want to throw us for a fucking loop, um, and you want us to just like you know do like a, a like a hip hop reaction to this, like it's like it's someone like Jason Todd or like Tim Drake or someone from the Batverse. Hmm. It's not going to be, but I like the fact that this, we had fun with Zoom's identity and we had fun with Savitar's identity, but we also understood the, the limitations of who they could be because like, mm-hmm. because fucking Tim Drake wasn't going to be a speedster. Um, uh, and Savitar's origin was, was very much tying into Barry himself from the Flash TV show. Um and Zoom for a minute, we're all like, for like, I think there was a tease as early as like the first half of the season where, quote unquote, Jay Garrick took Caitlin to a park and said, "Yep, there's my Earth One doppelganger, Hunter Zolomon." <laughs> they could be pulling another chase on us, though. That's the other option. Is that this is this is another situation where this character is normally this or that. But that's not who they are in this version. Uh, yeah. The only other thing I could think of that would be a really interesting twist. I don't know how they would get there, but if it was Robert Queen. Whoa. Because, oh. like, in that new 52 run with, like, the totems and stuff, that was the big reveal is that he's not dead. Mm. That would be hard to explain. Maybe Oliver just hallucinated that whole thing. Well, I mean. On the if, he's the new, if he's the new arrow, yeah, like he's too. That guy is big. Like, oh um, yeah, well, that, and that actor's also like sixty. It's, right, um, it's Jay Garrick. It's John. Like, <laughs> God damn it! Yes, yes, it's him. Um, yeah. Um, 
that would be. I mean, hell, it's Tom Cavanaugh. That's who it is. Ah, um, oh, man, yeah. if the new Green Arrow was Harrison Wells from like Earth fucking fifteen or some shit like that. I can't wait. I love it. That's the thing. They can make it. They can make it anybody, and I would kind of be okay with it as long as it made some sense. As long as it, here, here's the thing. Um, this 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 network of shows has did great with initial mysteries and then started to fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Savitar is like the most egregious one because well, yeah. all the uh, because all of the other possibilities. We're way more interesting than what we got. And the problem was what we got was so predictable that the disappointment was exponentially worse. I still don't accept that Savitar wasn't Robbie. That's, that's, that's in my head. That's, that's, but that actually ties into one of the things they were, they did something that was going on almost simultaneously in the comics at the time. Future, the once in future flash, right? Yes. That was happening like right at the same time. Was it and, happening right at the same time, or was it yeah, happening like it happened just before? Like, and I feel like that might be something to avoid, like doing it at the exact same time. Like, yeah, and like, yeah. I think, and the other thing was, people were like, "It's a big blue high tech armored suit," and the Once in Future Flash wore a big blue electric armored suit. Like, come on. Um, yeah. And other parts of it was like the the Once in Arlen. Have you read the Once in Future Flash? No, but I've had it described to me. Just okay. He's going. He's going back to to get rid of Barry because if he gets yeah. rid of Barry, then like all the bad stuff that happened to everybody will be undone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has and it has to do with and it has to do with being stuck on the Speed Force. And it has to do with you know it's like time duplicates and all kinds of stuff like that. So yeah, the, like it was so predictable. It's not even funny. But like with this. I really don't know what direction they're going, and I really enjoy it. And um, mm-hmm. normally, when these shows are this good, we don't talk about them for this long. But there have been they're this interesting to the point where we can start peeling this back layer by layer by layer and really have fun with it. And this yeah. kind of it's, it's part of the thing that's cool with the multiple storylines happening at the same time in like these different locations that they're all one hundred percent going to tie into each other. Mm-hmm. There's no way that what's going on in the prison is not going to tie into what's going on in the future. Slash what's going on in Star City and Felicity. Mm-hmm. And then um, this is the last one we're doing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because there's some other, there's like another storyline that gets added in the next episode that I'm like, this also has to connect somehow, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I like what they're, I like what they're doing because they're doing, because it's very 12 monkeys, very, as oh, I said, like, past. Um, and it's, it's an interesting storytelling dynamic that I don't think DC has really done that. Like aside from that one story actually with Terry, uh they don't really play around with time travel. Oh okay. I scrolled down on Wikipedia and the identity of the demon really should have been obvious to us from the start. Oh yeah, I was gonna say like yeah it's yeah. That's so on the nose I didn't even think about it. And it works because I've seen the episode, it works. Arlen do you want to just take a stab? Um no, I can't. I, I'm still. I don't want to watch it. I want to be surprised. So okay. Yeah. If you think about that name hard enough, you'll go. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I've I've guesses. I mean, my my first guess is like Talia or Nissa. So yeah, that's. But I don't know. We'll see. Um. Yeah. When was the last time we saw Nissa? Last season. A while ago, we saw Talia. Uh, we saw Talia and Nissa uh, on the island. Um, okay, yeah, that was probably yeah, that was the last time we saw them. 
Wait, 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 wait. Who showed up? I thought Nissa showed up last season. Did no, she? Because she does, because she has a weird thing with Felicity where she's like, she keeps calling all of her husband. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. And she says sister wife. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's right. Yes. Like, Felicity is like, can you please stop calling him husband? And she's like, no. <laughs> right. And, she, and she's very protective of Earth 2 Laurel. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. That's yes, cool. because she had a thing with Laurel. Right. And because, like, yeah, yeah, she helped train Laurel for a she, minute. She feels defensive of the entire Lance clan, really. Yeah. Like, because yeah. of her connection to Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's right. I, I completely forgot about that. Um, but the last time I remember seeing Talia was on the island. I don't know if we saw anything from her. Yeah, no, I, I love that her appearance last season because like there's a point where like Felicity's like typing on her computer and this is like right over her shoulder and Felicity's yeah. like, Can you please give me some space. She's like, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> which and we keep talking about the island. There's other one other option which I can give zero percent chance that it could be. Okay. Uh, Artemis. Oh God! She's so dead at this point. It's not even funny. Like, but they—they didn't give her a grave. They gave everybody. Literally, nobody has referenced Artemis since that episode. Yeah, nobody. Artemis has referenced Artemis. The the betrayal that like Oliver didn't see it coming. Yeah. Oh Uh, yeah. Right, that's right. He he was, but and, I think in actually this episode, episode four, when the guy, the therapist, I think they bring it up that like, I think it gets brought up again. But they always bring up that like, yeah, he was just like blinded. Right. They, they, I do. I think they do. They do talk about it a little. Yeah. Bit. Okay. We, we one ever reference happened to her? Like, like no. the last we saw her locked in a cage, and mm. that's it. Like, like the island blew up. You're like. I guess she's dead. Like, talk about it. Are it's we not? That, it's that comic book thing, though. No body, no dead. So, well, like, well, here's, dead, here's the thing. Oh, no, 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 no. He's John Scott, uh, John Scott said he's coming back. Yeah. But he's also been back in a time travel way as well. But, like, <laughs> well, I see. I think the fact that there was no body um, is probably the fact that he will probably be back as, as oh, mainline. He needs to um, be back because he is awesome. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think everyone realizes, like, no, he, he pulls in a lot of. Like energy to this show, and I think it's really foolish to get permanently. Like Thawne, like we're never getting Thawne. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, he's that show's Thawne. Yeah, he's. Well, and I like the fact that Thawne is basically this universe's. I was thinking about it the other day. Eobard Thawne has contended with every single superhero on this pocket of shows, more or less. Yeah, I would say yeah. there's one new bigger one. Which is Black Lightning, but that's in like a weird situation. Yeah, right. like because he started, he, he started with Barry. He has fought Firestorm. He has fought uh, Oliver. Oliver. He he told Oliver when he was gonna die. Yep. Um. He, he fought Supergirl. He fought. He 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 taunted Supergirl, and then said, "Yeah, totally fought your cousin. I'm faster than he is." Ha ha. Um. Has contended with all the legends. He ripped Adam's heart out. Um. And then fought them again in the crossover. Um, I can still kick your ass, Raymond. I can still kick your ass. <laughs> I don't need gravity to kick your ass, Raymond. <laughs> ah, so good. Um, yeah, I think we're just spinning now. So we are. I think we're. I think we're actually just. We're kind of ruminating in like the 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 glow of loving these shows again because, like yeah. the like 
Arrow was good last year, and Arrow was a good season before, but, like, Flash really fucking brought us down the last two seasons. Oh, and Flash and Supergirl last year, especially. That was so... Yeah, Supergirl was so bad, we didn't even finish it. Yeah, it was... Supergirl was not... Like, Flash was worse, but Supergirl was so not... It was bad that it was just... I didn't care. Like, Flash was bad, and I hated it. Also, I expected more from Supergirl. (laughs) Like, I... I yeah, as someone who roots for that show hard, that was just that was just disappointing. And I would say that the fact that both of those shows have turned around speaks a lot to the fact that they did not have a showrunner. Yes, and like I mean, this isn't like a mystery in the world. Like, yeah, when when your show showrunner disappears halfway through because of things uh your show usually falls apart yeah uh, like look at the fucking walking dead the walking dead like changes showrunners like every fucking six months it seems well not, like i mean even go back to the 2008 writer strike jj abrams couldn't do Oof. anything on lost and none of his yeah. other producers could so that show fell apart and you can look uh, at movies too because like not to not to say transformers 2 would have been a great movie but like that movie is a fucking disaster because of the writing strike if it weren't a movie that was written in a hotel room and <laughs> over yeah. a, a week, like, I guarantee it would have been better. Uh, and like, and I, think, I think Michael Bay has come out and said, like, yeah, there's stuff in the movie that doesn't make any sense because we just didn't have any scriptwriters. Like, we were filling in holes as we went along. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we can imagine that the robot balls are were his idea of just probably. Um, yeah. Um, oh god. Also, also like, I I finally like Guggenheim got some kind of award recently. I saw, like, um, I didn't know how many different things he's actually worked on. Yeah. Even recently. Yeah. I mean, he wrote he wrote the, the script for Green Lantern, famously. Well, one of the 12 that got turned into that piece right. of shit. Yes. One of the, one of the many. Um, it sucks, Alan. Stop trying to defend it. Oh, that, well, movie, that movie is terrible. That movie's bad. A man builds a race car track out of energy to fuck. Quite a bad guy to. Oh, uh, the, the best part of that movie is Mark Strong and um, what's his name is Kilowog. Yeah. Mark, Mark Strong as Sinestro is one is of the best castings thing. I've ever seen. Yeah. And uh, what was his name from uh, Green Mile? Uh, that one, but the one that nobody talks about is fucking Barbosa. Oh, Jeffrey uh, Rush as um yeah shit. as a guild Gil, Gil boy. Gil, Gil man, Gil I don't fit. remember that. I don't remember that lantern's name. Um, Gil, is it Tomar Ray, the Tomar fish? Ray. Yes, the yeah. fish barbie guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, oh, I did not know that's Jeffrey Rush. Like the casting yeah. in the movie is solid. That, I saw that. I think Ryan Reynolds is a pretty good Hal Jordan. Like, yeah. uh, he's a little too nice. Yeah, and Hal uh, Jordan is supposed to be a douche. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, Taika Waititi is is also great. In that movie. Oh he's my god. Movie. Who is he in that movie? He's like the the funny sidekick guy. Like he's the he's his roommate buddy guy. Yeah, he's like a he's oh, like oh okay I forgot about oh, that. Yeah, or uh, as uh, Lou would know, Pete from Smallville. Um, yeah, oh. yeah, he's kind of that. He yeah, that role. Um, yeah, I don't know what we're doing now. What are we talking yeah, about? I don't know. We can wrap up now. Spiraling into talking about something bad because these things have been good. Anyway, yeah. Guggenheim kept the ship together as best as he could. Yeah, I just didn't know how I didn't know how much he was actually working on or been involved in. That kind of explains why, like, he couldn't be the guiding hand to make sure those two shows 
which like uh, like Supergirl was a big thing because like they got it from the other networks. So they're like, don't cancel this. We'll take it. Like we'll we'll produce it here. And, you know, you guys have to worry about it. Um, and we'll incorporate it into this pocket of shows, which is a very good idea. And then like Flash, I don't think Flash could afford to fail. Yeah. No, so, Flash is the second pillar of like the CW verse. That's why it's yeah. the Arrowverse. Yeah. Um, I like. Yeah, I like how people are like. Yeah, the Arrowverse. I'm like, it's the CW verse now. Like, it's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know it started with Oliver Queen, but like, really, like this. As much as I hate to admit it, like, I don't think if we didn't have Smallville, I don't think we'd have this pocket of shows. No. Oh no, absolutely. Like half the people that work on these shows, like not the actors. Yeah. Like, like, I think Guggenheim worked on that, too, didn't he? I think he did. No. And I think, like, out of, like, out of all the attempts that DC and Warner Brothers have made together to get, like, this stuff off the page onto a screen somewhere and make it some kind of cohesive universe, like, this is the thing I'm the most thankful for because this stuff has just continuously been overall, like, just totally joyful and wonderful and such a good, like, it's yeah. it's very comic indulgent and it's it's fun to enjoy it as a comic book fan because you get stupid shit like all this stuff like like elseworlds like i like i put that teaser on andy's wall and i'm hoping he's reacted to it so far because he saw a couple things from the elseworld teaser and he's like i'm behind in these shows he's like but now i have to catch up because he's, this looks fascinating and i one of my favorite things is like that they will tease characters like way deep the fact that i don't is it episode two or three of legends where they give us the Swamp Thing joke from Constantine. I once knew a Swamp Thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but, uh, it's, you know, this is a little bit far from Louisiana. He says something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think we can wrap up now. Yeah. Um, oh, I've been kind of um, keeping an eye on sure we got some good stuff coming out. We're we're going into our Christmas month. We just watched Santa's Slip Goldberg, my God, piece of trash. Um... Thanksgiving films, uh, uh, home Thanksgiving slasher. It's only two films out there, which is not. Um, uh, yeah, soon, uh, Julie will be making her debut in the show, Torment Us with what's a like Hallmark level quality hall a movie called The Holiday Switch. Oh my, it sounds like a freaky Friday situation, but themed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's enjoy that, and we got some other stuff coming up. And Lawnmower Man is the next, you know, mainline episode we're doing. Stick around. Yep. Uh, let's see. Um, Hunter isn't here, so I'll uh, plug uh, pl- plug the mash. Don't uh, fucking don't follow him anywhere. Yeah, don't don't follow him. Uh, he and uh, Alan are doing a great job running Lost Hero Games right now. So. Go do that and uh, catch us on a Mash, a Monster Mash podcast, once a month. Talk monster movies and things like that. We have guests every single month because why not? Um, so yeah, check out the Hellboy episode with Connor Irving, um, and as sometime in the future, <laughs> uh, check out uh, an episode with uh, these two fellows here. Also, yes. yeah, I can pick a monster. Yeah, assuming you can pick a monster that not everybody knows just by, like, imagining it. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Uh, is there anything else, or should I go? Yeah, you, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you can check out me and Alan do the Smallville Chronicles as part of the Phantom Zone. Pops up every Wednesday or Thursday. We just got started back in. We're in Season 2. Um, I 
talking about Lost Tarot Games. I was just on last night, the newest episode where we talked about Red Dead and Red Dead Online and government getting into loot boxes, seeing what's up with them. And <laughs> government might be coming for Bethesda too. Yeah. Well, it's not like they're that far away. <laughs> it's only like 20 outside of DC. They walk right down the road. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then there should be two other shows that should be coming out at any time in the near future. Uh, comics and cartoons. And that's it. Yeah. Um, We're trying, folks. We're producing a shitload of content. <laughs> Next week, we have to review nine, nine hours of television. So, like... I, I know. <laughs> and next week is is uh, 100th episode of Flash. So, yeah, we're going to be we're gonna be busy, and I can't wait for that. That might need to be maybe, like, a special... Maybe. Uh, <laughs> we also have to... We have to cover this Netflix stuff uh, at some oh, point. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I think we're just gonna... We're gonna condense a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, so, uh, I guess... Bye! Make Arrow great again. There it is. Adios.